land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. Welcome to my More Than Three Minutes podcast. I'm Lynn Wheat, Citizen Planner Emeritus and Community Advocate. For those who may not be aware of it, the city of Elk Grove currently has a large swath of undeveloped property within its current city limits. The city has named this 1,200 acres on the south side of Elk Grove, the Southeast Policy Area, or SEPA, which was a master plan development adopted unanimously by our mayor and city council. Today, I'm going to look at the original plans for SEPA compared to what is actually happening. SEPA was described as the 1,200 acres that would bring the city employment centers, with council promising 25,000 jobs, decreasing the commuter numbers on our impacted highways. Here is what former Elk Grove Mayor Gary Davis had to say at the August 12th, 2015, Elk Grove City Council meeting. I mean, the jobs to housing balance uh, on this uh, project is one-to-one, and that, I mean, that far uh, exceeds the number of jobs that I think any other uh, project the city has approved. Um, the overall SEPA plan has almost over 25,000 jobs, almost doubling the number of jobs uh, in the rest of our city, just in those 1,200 acres. And the mayor and city council were so confident with the plan that they voted to use our taxpayer monies to the tune of $16.4 million to build the infrastructure needed to jumpstart our job growth. Typically, developers pay for infrastructure to develop their profitable projects. How has that really worked out for the taxpayers? Right out the starting gate, the Zusa Dairy Project was approved with 499 homes to be built first and a development agreement that locked in his development fees for 10 years. That is one pretty good deal. Can we say that our Melarus assessments are locked in for 10 years? No, they are not. Fast forward to September 2018, and our city council approved an amendment and rezone for, take a guess, more homes. And drumroll, please. This Thursday night, our planning commission will vote on final approvals for a charter school in an area-designated office space. Squeezing this 7th through 12th grade charter school onto the space required a minor deviation. This deviation would reduce the 10 feet setback, bringing it 5 feet closer to the homes. I have digressed. Let me get back to the potential jobs this will bring our city. Possibly 40 new jobs when student enrollment reaches 800. Let's hear what former Mayor Gary Davis said on KVIE Studio Sacramento on October 3rd, 2014, in regards to rezoning land within the SEPA. What 
handful of things do you think you have right now? And what is it that you need to get? We're, we really are truly laser focused on growing our job space. And that's, you know, having land available is the first step. Having the wherewithal to not rezone it is really important, of course. Where is the wherewithal? On the other hand, a small business on office complex would have paid property tax. The charter school pays no property tax. This means less property tax for the city and more traffic for residents. Charter school students will not live in the surrounding neighborhoods, but could live anywhere in the city, increasing the levels of traffic congestion during commute hours. And I don't even want to get into the merits of a charter school and how it strains school district budgets. The SEPA amendments and rezones have been at the request of the developers and not city staff or any vision of the mayor and city council. The flexible zoning, overriding considerations for tra traffic, and the taxpayer-sponsored infrastructure brings the city 40 potential jobs. I did not believe charter schools are identified as employment centers. I believe we as residents need to remember this as our mayor and city leaders continue to increase spending for their pet projects as well as their development friends' plans. This isn't the fleecing of America. This is the fleecing of Elk Grove residents as our current street maintenance is $2 million in the hole just to keep the existing road conditions. Once again, I question the promises made by our mayor and city council. Will the mayor and city council again suggest a sales tax increase to bring residents as well as our small businesses a bright future? Thank you for listening. This is Lynn Wheat, District 3, with another segment of More Than Just Three There minutes. was a big high wall there that tried to stop me. The sign was painted, said private property. But on the back side, it didn't say nothing. This land was made for you and me. When the sun comes shining, then I was strolling, and the wheat fields waving.